0: happy friday everybody it's friday july 26 2019 and as always if you're listening to this that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order and uh we're gonna be drinking some margaritas shortly because the fact that it's july 26 means that we are a week away from going on vacation a week away from heading down to santa claus indiana To go to our favorite spot, Holiday World, and to swing into uh, Los Dos Hermanos for some of the best tacos and margaritas you've ever had. That's right. Be jealous, bitches. Be jealous. It's a hard life being me. It is. It is. But somebody's got to do it, and we're going to head down to the holiday world here in about a week. We'll obviously obviously, be talking about that on the podcast, but that is not what we're going to be talking about this week. So why don't we go ahead and do today's birthdays before we get into what the hell's been going on this week. Alright, happy birthday to Jason Robards, Stanley Kubrick, Helen Marin, Dorothy Hamill, Sandra Bullock, Jeremy Piven, Jason Statham, and Mick Jagger. In honor of Mick's birthday, today's song of the day will be Brown Sugar. Alright, before we get into the stuff that's been going on this week, a couple of reminders like I do every week for the people that are finding me for the first time. Reminder number one, this podcast is not done in a studio. It's not edited and mixed. You're going to hear some background noise in the studio. It doesn't seem together perfectly. It's not a professional podcast. It's an amateur podcast and the background music is or sound is meant to be there. It's supposed to be like you and I sitting on the deck shooting the shit. Uh, Reminder number two, I have musical interludes throughout each episode. I have an intro song, I have a song at the end of the day, I have a song that takes us into the birthdays, but you can't hear that unless you're listening on an Anchor platform. So if you could, go to anchor.fm if you're on your laptop, or download the free Anchor app, you get my podcast, dozens of others, and it's all free. And the last reminder, as I do every week, is if you've got time, swing by the website TomPowellJr.com, TomPowellJr.com, you're going to find all the stupid shit that has to do with my life. But most importantly, you're going to find a link on where you could purchase my first book, which is entitled A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco Loving Deadhead. It's available in paperback or ebook formats at that web- website. And hopefully, before I get to Jamaica again, I'll have my second book out for you. Alright, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the weird shit that's been going on this week. But before we get into the actual weird, weird shit, I did want to say that my middle child is officially registered for high school. One through the high school system, one entering the high school school system, another one on it, on their way. So, we're moving them out quickly <laughs> here, here at the old Casa de Powell. But yes, my middle child is registered. She was a little bit mortified that uh, I was recognized by someone at the registration, uh, event, somebody that was working at the registration event. Uh, they recognized me from Facebook and, uh, I guess they listened to this podcast. Thanks Mrs. Googs for listening to the podcast. Uh, uh, but, uh, she was like, yeah, of course you get recognized from Facebook. So she's like mortified every time I get recognized, but you know, I'm standing in line at jewel and someone recognizes me. And she's like, of course, of course, It is what it is, sweetheart. I talk to everybody. I don't know what to tell you, but uh, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Googs. Thanks for recognizing me and listening to the podcast. Tell all your friends. (laughs) All right. uh, Next, I do want to quickly, it's another family note real quick. I want to say that I am saddened to announce that my cousin, Monika, has been ostracized from the family and is no longer allowed to call herself a family member. Why, you may ask? Well, She said that Goodfellas was a horrible movie and that she doesn't like mob movies and that's just unacceptable. God damn it, we're Italians from Chicago. Of course we watch mob movies. And even if you don't watch mob movies, you can't say Goodfellas is a horrible movie. You just can't. You can't. You can't. So until she redeems herself, my cousin Manika has been banished from the family. She's stuck in a life of dealing with summer loving people over there in Michigan. So I don't feel I don't feel sorry for you. I hope it's 112 there. I hope it's 112 there right up till October. Mm-hmm. Don't ever be dissing on goodfellas. Ever. Now the first news story that I want to talk about this week. Uh, It actually kind of reminds me of family, uh, because it reminds me of my son. My son is seven years old, and he's a uh, unique character, to say the least. And I read this story, and it it just instantly popped into my head several factors that line up with with my son. So there's a two-year-old boy in Minnesota... Who uh has a little one of those little John Deere battery operated tractors, which my son had. You know, it's a John Deere Gator. Little kids' version of a gator. Well, apparently this two-year-old took it upon himself, without asking permission from his parents, to uh jump in the old gator and take it for a spin. He took it a block and a half away from his house and was found trying to get onto the Tilt-A-Whirl at his local carnival. And oddly enough, not only did my son own a, a, a little kid's John Deere gator, but the Tilt-A-Whirl is also one of his favorite rides. Goes on it every every year. It's an absolute must for the boy. So reading the story, I was like, shit, that's my son. That's. I have zero doubt in my mind that if my son could see the carnival from our house, so if he was standing on, uh, my ba- our backyard slopes ever so slightly, and uh, uh, the the back door, the sliding door off of the kitchen from our house steps out on a beautiful 24 by 14 deck. So it's it's a little bit higher than the rest of the property, and even though we have a six-foot fence around, the perimeter of the backyard, you can easily see over that while standing on the deck. So if my son was standing on our deck and could see the carnival in town when he was younger, I had, would have no doubt that he would try to get there. Be like, well, fuck it, the carnival's right there, I'm just going to go. I know what they do, they walk up to one of those little t- those little booths and they ask for tickets and then you get to go on rides, what's so difficult? But yeah, this two-year-old... now. He may be the youngest person ever to have his driving privileges revoked. He got his – the cops found him. Somebody at the carnival saw the kid uh, on the gator. The parents noticed he was missing and called the police. And the police were like, oh, yeah, well, we found a kid on a gator down at the carnival. And so they got – everybody got together. And, yeah, it's your kid. And, you know, he just decided to act a fool and take the gator. And then the old man re- revoked his driving privileges by yanking the battery out of the Gator. He's grounded. They took his wings. He can't do anything. The little shit. Let me tell you something, folks. Uh, and it applies to me as well. If you've got a two-year-old that's just like, Yeah, fuck it, I'm going to take the Gator to the carnival. Nobody, I don't have to ask anybody. He's, he's taking off and going for joy rides at two. Yeah, wait till he's 20. Wait till he's 13. Problems abound, my friend. Problems abound. But yeah, two years old, battery privileges or uh sorry, driving privileges revoked already. Yeet. Slow it down, Junior. Slow it down. Now I've given you two stories about my family and one that reminds me of my family. Now we're gonna get off the family shit for a minute. And just start dealing with the weird shit. Now there's really no rhyme or reason to any of the stories that I found this week. They're just stories that all happen to pop up. You know, we've had st- weeks where like all the stories just so happen to be about women. Or all the stories just so happen to be about Florida. Or whatever the case may be. This, this week it's really kind of just all over the place. So let me just rattle through some of these stories. And give you my, my two cents on some of these things. We're going to start off with the story of a 23-year-old Chicago woman who uh has yet to be identified but this 23-year-old Chicago woman uh was down in Disney in Florida and she uh apparently had gotten one of those uh those fast Pass, you guys know what a fast pass is you- you pay a little bit of extra money. You pay you pay the Powell plus 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 premium pricing, and you get to go on all the rides and skip the lines, and you get to you don't have to wait in line with the with the common folk. That one's for my friend Don, who likes to bust my chops with the Powell plus, plus 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 premium bullshit, all because I had a family pass at Brookfield Zoo one year. <laughs> anyway. This 23-year-old unnamed Chicago woman is in Disney in Florida. And she's trying to get on the uh, Tower of Terror ride. Now, I haven't been to Disney since I was like 8 years old. So I have no fucking clue what the Tower of Terror ride is. But apparently, (coughs) her fast pass wasn't valid for that ride. And she was unhappy with that outcome. And so she started mouthing off to the employee. And the employee, uh, from what I read, was very calm and was taking it wasn't getting the uh, feathers all ruffled by this lunatic until the woman reached over the podium uh for the person that actually controls the ride and just started pressing random buttons which obviously could affect the ride could affect the safety of the people that are on the ride. Could affect the ride functions. So this, this, this woman got pissed that her fast pass got denied. And she's just, she's just pressing buttons. Let's see what this does. Let's see what this does. And so the Disney employee pushed her hand away. She's like, no, stop. you got to stop doing that. Pushed her hand away. And that's when the 23-year-old Chicago woman decided uh, that the best response to that would be to just clock her in the skull. So this woman just reaches out and decks the Disney employee because her fast pass got denied at a ride. Apparently, her and her family started cussing out the employee, videotaping the employee, and then took off and security was able to find these lunatics later on. Now, in and of itself, not exactly a a, a horrendous story. Uh, It drew my attention for two reasons. Number one, uh, that the woman was from the Chicagoland area, which is where I'm from, for those of you finding me for the first time wherever you happen to be. I am in the far southwest suburbs of Chicago in a beautiful little hamlet called Shanahan, which means where the waters meet. So the fact that she was from Chicago caught my eye. uh, But the fact that she lost her shit because her fast pass was denied, actually, I, I know it's probably a weird thing to instantly go to but I instantly went to the end of the remake of the movie Vacation when uh, Rusty Griswold and his family are waiting in line to ride the Velociraptor and they have waited in line for four or five hours and they get up to the end and there's one last seat on the last ride of the day and the guy with the fast pass at the park goes in front of him and takes the last spot Uh, And it was like his fifth or sixth time riding the Velociraptor that day. And so an all-out brawl ensued. A Donnybrook, if you will. And this story just kind of reminded me of that. I'm I'm envisioning, you know, a 23-year-old Chicago woman going off like Rusty Griswold did at the end of vacation and just, you know, throwing haymakers. People, we need to calm down a little bit. Okay, you have... My kids have never even been to Disney. Seriously. It's not a place my wife is particularly interested in going. As a matter of fact, I think a couple of times when even I've brought up the idea of Disney, she's like, yeah, you and the kids are going to have a blast. See you when you get back. Um, And I don't know that we're going to go to Disney. But the fact that you're in Disney, and you're in Disney with a Fast Pass. Maybe you shouldn't be too sour about where you're at in life. You know? Just chill the fuck out. Just wait in line to ride that one particular ride. You're cutting in line everywhere else. No reason to go ape shit, ballistic, and, and soil the, uh, the integrity of, of our area with your stupid antics down there in the beautiful Sunshine State. I mean, if you're going to go nuts, if you're going to go ape shit, and you're going to clock somebody in, in the skull then Florida is the place to do it. But still, calm down. It's a fucking, it's a Disney ride for crying out loud. Maybe Disney needs to beef up some security around these employees if we're going to have lunatics running around clocking motherfuckers in the mouth. We'll, we'll beef up some security, get get yourself some of those cock diesel motherfuckers that can't even like turn around to wipe their ass. They're all that buffed out guys and slap a security t-shirt on them and stand them next to the pimple face kid running the ride. Maybe you cut down on a little bit of this bullshit. I don't know. I'll tell you who does need beefed up security. Fucking Walmart does. These guys aren't paying attention to a motherfucking thing. There is a story here, out of Illinois, out of Darien, Illinois. Because those of you here in the southwest suburbs, those of you in the Chinook area that listen to the podcast, you know where Darien is. It's right up I-55. Darien, Illinois, Walmart. A guy goes into the Walmart and goes up to one of the workers there and poses as an employee of Walmart. Do they ask him his name? Do they ask him for his identification? His employee number? His employee ID? No. They hand the dude a Walmart vest and the code to a cash register. Brilliant. Now, it gets stupid on both levels when it comes to this story. Because the guy's obviously a thief. He's playing a con in some, uh, of some, some kind. He gets the code to the cash register and a $13 Walmart vest. And then he doesn't take any money. He takes the vest. You went through all of that shit to get a $13 Walmart vest? Apron? Or vest? I'm sorry. And what the fuck are you going to do with a Walmart vest? If you're going to go in there and steal something and you get the codes of the goddamn cash register, at least steal some money. But Walmart employees in Darien, if you're listening to this, what the? you just handing out register codes to anybody? If so, what time do you guys open tomorrow? I mean, nobody's checking anything? I, I don't know. It seems kind of off to me. If I'm the manager of that Walmart, I think I want to have a conversation with whoever the hell decided it would be a good idea to just start handing out codes to cash registers to any old Tom, Dick, or Harry that walks in the street, or walks in off the street. That is uh, that is some sub-level employeeing there. Somebody going to get fired for that one. Somebody should get fired for that one, I'll tell you that much. But really? That's all you did? A $13 vest when you got the codes to the register. Anyway, anyway, I'm just blowing through stories right now to get to the really weird stuff. I'm just rattling off some of the the odd stories. We're going to get into now the really, really weird stuff of the week. This first of the really, really, really weird shit that happens comes from if I have to say, wait for it, one more goddamn time, Sean, I'm going to lose my shit. You fucking wait for it. And for those of you in the Chicagoland area, you know Sean, or I mean in the, in the uh, Chinooka area that are listening to the pot, you know Sean. Last name starts with a G, he's an electrician, his wife is a teacher, you know him. And he cannot wait For the goddamn Florida stories every week. So he jumps the gun. But. As happens every week. Our next story. And the first of our really weird stories of the week. Comes to us from. The great state of Florida. Yes. Florida. The gift that keeps on giving. If you've listened to this podcast. For any amount of time. You know that I have. Both a deep affection for. And an extreme hatred of. The great state of Florida. I have family and friends there. They have some beautiful beaches. Nice places to visit. But my God, is it? Just, it's just a crockpot of fucking insanity. Bubbling over 24 hours a day. So, from the great state of Florida, we have a burglar who was caught on a closed circuit television. Cops are still looking for him. They don't know who this guy is but he was caught on closed-circuit television burglarizing several cars in a parking lot. He was, uh, he was seen entering into this, uh, it's kind of like a, a fenced-in, grassy-looking parking lot. It's kind of weird. But he was seen entering this area, and he, he was seen looking around, kind of checking the area out, and then going from car to car to car and burglarizing them, and then leaving. But Tom, that's just a story about a burglar. Where's the weird part? Well, the weird part comes from the fact that it's from Florida, so you know it's not just a guy burglarizing several cars in a parking lot. He was burglarizing several cars in a parking lot completely naked while wearing a black women's bra. That's what makes it Florida. That's right. That's the, you can take any news story, any news story whatsoever... That you see on your on on the old interwebs on a daily basis, or you flip on the tube tonight and watch the ten o'clock news, take any story and add from Florida add the craziest story add from Florida and you go, yeah, okay, that makes sense and there there's where there's the part where the Florida comes in naked wearing a bra, so I guess technically he's not completely naked because he's wearing a bra, but yeah other than the bra, he was completely naked, so dick swinging. Walking through the parking lot, burglarizing cars while wearing, it was a, uh, it was a black women's sports bra. So it's kind of like the crisscross in the back and a snug fit. You know, I don't know what, dude's having a better day than I am. Somebody got him out of his clothes and gave him a women's bra, so, hey, have at it. But, you know, you, you, you can't just, first of all, you can't walk around burglarizing cars. But second of all, you can't do it naked. I mean, it just takes it to, that's the Florida. Sprinkle in a little Florida. Oh yeah, we got a guy, brokerizing cars. Not weird at all. Bad, illegal, but not weird. How can we make this story more Florida? Eh, fuck it. Say he was naked wearing a bra. Bingo, Florida. I mean, I know it's hot. I, I bitch about it every week. But you gotta wear clothes. You gotta wear clothes. But no, he's not the only gentleman that's got a problem similar to that in this week's trail of stories. I something's going on with the guys this week. Bennington, Vermont coffee shop, closed circuit TV caught this one as well. Guy walks into the coffee shop, orders coffee, stands leaning against the counter, drinking said coffee while chit chatting with the the woman behind the counter, pays for his coffee and leaves, <coughs> and he was completely naked, head to toe. So, Florida gives us a naked guy running around a parking lot, breaking into cars. Vermont gives us a naked guy just strolling up into a public coffee shop, ordering a coffee, and then having a chit-chat with the woman behind the counter. Guys, you gotta wear clothes. Believe me, if it was publicly acceptable to walk around naked when it was 98 degrees, I would not wear clothes for five months out of the year. But you gotta wear clothes. And, obviously, the video that I saw was blurred out for the purposes of being aired on the news. But I can only imagine that behind the pixelated area of this man's nether region rests a wheelbarrow-sized set of nuts. To just be able to casually lean against the counter and sip your coffin, coffee while talking to the woman behind the counter buck-ass naked. That's a that's a pretty high level of confidence, okay? That's, you got some balls, man. I didn't even go skinny dipping in the Caribbean Sea when we were down in Jamaica at night, even though they said, ah, oh, yeah, people come down here at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, they go skinny dipping. No, I kept it to the pool area. This guy's just strolling up in the coffee shop. Yeah, I'll take a large mocha froca fape and... uh, How's the wife and kids? That's not how any of this shit works. I'm trying to think of some of the people that I know that own retail businesses in my area. Okay, there's a woman... Uh, that I'm friends with through Facebook, named Nancy, that owns like a uh, a, a video gaming center. I, Nance, you're gonna—I fi- know you'll find this post on Facebook. What you doing if some guy, some naked dude, rolls in tomorrow, orders a drink, and just stands there by the counter having a chit chat with you about how life is going, like like he ain't standing there with his twig and berries hanging out. Yeah. I, Anybody who owns a retail business, anybody, my friend Sarah down in Indiana, you're getting ready to open up a coffee shop, right? Or just have opened up a coffee shop. Please, for the love of God, put a CCTV in there because I want to see the moment some, some naked Lintonian walks up into your coffee shop and just orders a Java like ain't nothing wrong. Oh, that? Just, just my dick. No, never mind him. Got to air him out once in a while. air them out on your own deck sit naked out on the deck walk around your backyard naked you don't roll into a coffee shop dude gotta be honest with you though we do weird stories from Florida Indiana Texas Louisiana, Alabama Vermont it kind of stunned me when I read that it was from Vermont really did really? Vermont? Doesn't, that doesn't fit the M.O. You know, that's like hearing about a female serial killer. You know, they just there aren't a lot of them. But yeah, apparently there's something in the water up in Vermont. Maybe uh, Ben and Jerry's is putting in a little something extra in the ice cream. Who the hell knows? But, uh, dude, you got to wear clothes. You just, you just, you have to. You have to. It's not because anybody's ugly or hot or fat or skinny. It's got—that's not what it's got to do. It. It's just got to do it. You just can't have the meat and two veg hanging out, swinging in the breeze. Can't do it. It's bad enough when I can see your front butt muscle. You know what I mean? From wearing really tight jeans that are cut too low, the front butt. But man. You're just letting that shit fly. You need to be, like, on a Caribbean island somewhere where that shit's a little bit more acceptable. But yeah, if you own a retail business, by all means, I'd love to hear what you'd do if some naked guy rolled in. Not to rob the place, not to act weird, to actually do business and hang around and chit-chat about said business completely naked. You gotta tell me how you would respond. I owned... A landscape company, and for twenty years prior to opening my landscape company, I worked for other landscapers. I spent a lot of years as a manager managing multiple crews for landscape companies uh I've seen some weird shit i've seen, well it's, you know I've seen women that were sunbathing naked in backyards or you know caught you know a an image of a guy walking through his house naked as I'm going past the, the front room window on my mower. You know, we, I've seen that shit. But I didn't know a business that anybody walked into naked. I'm trying to envision myself strolling into Casey's here in town and getting myself a slice of Zah and a Coke. Buck naked. I... Can't even fit it into my head. But regardless, all of that shit aside, there's a story I want to end with this week because I can't even believe I read it. Uh, We're going to put the naked guys away. We're going to put Florida away. We're going to put the Walmart weirdos away. All of that shit away because there is a, a story out of Toledo, Ohio that made me laugh like... That old school kind of spit milk out of your nose kind of laugh. Because I couldn't believe I was reading it. had to read the thing several times. Did they really do that? Yeah, they really did that. Scarlet Cabaret is a strip club near Toledo, Ohio. And they've recently had a fire and they're remodeling. And uh, they posted some shit that they're going to give away on Facebook Marketplace. And one of the things, one of the posts that they have on the Facebook Marketplace is that they're giving away all of their old couches from the strip club. Yeah, you already know where it's going. Just let me get there. I swear to God. So not only do the couches have fire damage, but this is what the Facebook Marketplace ad actually reads. I had to write, I've got, I'm looking at a note because I had to write this shit down to make sure I had the exact quote. They're giving these couches away for free, and the post does read, may have stains from unknown bodily fluids, use at your own risk. Are you fucking serious? Who the hell actually posted that shit? And I want to know if anybody's actually going to take a jizz-stained couch from the Scarlet Cabaret. So you're you're telling me you're flipping through the Facebook marketplace. Maybe you're in the market for a couch. You don't have a lot of money. You're looking for the free couches. And you come across this ad. Are you telling me that you're reading an ad for a smoke-damaged couch Jizz stained free couch from a strip club, and that's gonna make you get up, jump in the old pickup, and run down there and grab one of them. I can't even begin to tell you how much of a hard motherfucking pass it's gonna be from me on the chode stained couches from the Scarlet Cabaret. And what who are you bullshitting when you say unknown bodily fluids? You think people are cutting themselves in there? It's uh, it's jizz, okay. It's manload, it's mogurt. chode, jism, cum, creme de la penis. It's not unknown. We know what it is, okay. You guys have actually got jizz stained smoke-smelling couches sitting out in front of you. There's a picture of them sitting in front of the strip club. They like brought them all out and lined them up on the front and their are like, hey, come get your couch. It's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Somebody actually authorized that, buy a dumpster. So pay somebody to haul them away. I Even if we lived in a world, and we probably do, where people are going to run down there to get themselves a free jizz stain couch, it would just do society a favor, okay? And throw them away because we don't want to know who is eager to get their hands on a jizz stain couch. That is, I mean, wow. Wow. God bless you. If you give away one of those goddamn couches. In my poorest days. In my most desperate hour. In the nastiest shape I've ever been in. Would I ever take a jizz-stained couch from a fucking strip club. The amount of disease that has to be embedded into those fibers is a- absolutely mind-boggling. You know how they, when they take the black light. And they run it over uh, uh, an area to see. It. You could take a black light and run it over the mattress of the hotel to see how many jizz stains are on it. That you're not going to see any jizz stains on the couch because the whole fucking couch is going to turn out to be white. You guys laying your head down on that thing for an afternoon nap on a warm summer June day. You're going to sit on that with your better half to curl up underneath a blanket to watch a Disney flick in the, in the dead of winter? Dude, every freakazoid, mongoloid, strip-cub-glowing, disease-infested fucknut has busted a nut on that couch. Don't you dare go get one of those couches. And Scarlet Cabaret, I mean, listen... Kudos on having the balls to even post that thing, but Jesus, Mary and fucking Joseph. Just throw them away. Just throw them away. If I ever go over to anybody's house and they said, Oh, yeah, I said, hey, where'd you get that couch? A nice couch. Oh, I want the uh, strip club was giving those away. I'm out. Pack it up. Thanks. Nice knowing you. Don't call me. I'll call you. No, 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 you can't come over to my house either, because if you're sitting on those just-stained couches, your ass ain't bringing those clothes over to my house to sit on my couches. It's not happening. It's not I'd have to burn the fucking house down after you left, okay? I would have to disinfect the whole, I, the whole block by calling in a fucking napalm strike, and I'm not a germaphobe, not even in the least bit, not even close, But I can only imagine the shit that is embedded into the fibers of that couch. And I can picture some dumbass going, "Why? Well, you got some cleaning products at home. We can get that thing clean. No, you can't. You just... Some things, suffice it to say, just don't wash the fuck out. Some things get clean... With gasoline and a lighter. Time to have a bonfire. Exercise some of those demons. Just burn the shit out of all of that furniture. I mean, what else are you guys going to be giving away? Are you going to be giving away some used thongs? Jizz-stained couches. They're admitting to you. Yeah. No. Not even close. Not happening. Not in a million years. But, if any of you are listening, and you guys are in the mood for a free couch, head on over to Toledo, Toledo Ohio, I guess. All the jizz-stained couches you could want. You just see strippers standing on the street corner as somebody drives away with one of their favorite jizz-stained couches in a Tear rolls down their cheek as they Fondly reminisce on all the Grinding and humping that's Going on in all the back rooms there at the Old strip club <clears throat> I thought it was one of the most amazing Facebook marketing ads I've ever seen I've seen some weird ass shit Advertised on Facebook I mean you can find like actual like Used dildos For sale on the Facebook marketplace But But I, I don't. I at least I hope I don't know a soul that would jump at the opportunity to go pick up a jizz stained couch. There are some weird fucking people in the world, folks. Some weird fucking people in the world. And this week shows that we have uh, no lack, no shortage of it on a week to week basis. Rearing its head. Of course, we get some Florida shit. We get two different stories about naked guys doing stupid shit. Walmart employees just handing out register codes, Chicago woman going off the deep end and decking a fucking Disney employee, me having to cut off a family member, a lot of weird stuff this week, but just staying couch just takes the cake, now, if you follow me on Instagram, okay, first things first, if you follow me on Facebook, I post a link to the, to the podcast. And then I have a little thing that says, this week I discuss. And then I do some bullet points of some of the stories. And and then I put it out for the Facebook world to consume. And then I go over to Twitter and I do it. And I make a post about it. I go to LinkedIn. I do a post about it. But when it comes to Instagram, because Instagram is a very visual medium. It's about the pictures and the videos. uh, I usually create a little Instagram picture. This, is, this week's podcast is up. Click on the link in my bio. And then the, the image on the picture has something to do with the, 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 the stories of the week. And it usually has something to do with the story I talk about last every week. I got to be honest with you, folks. I'm having a hard time coming up with a picture of a Jizz stained couch. Um, I record this on Thursday. So I'm actually recording this Thursday afternoon. You're going to hear it Friday morning. So I'm gonna go back in the house now and I'm gonna scour the old interwebs for uh images of uh jizz stained couches to put on my Instagram account. And I never thought in a million years that I would say that sentence. I gotta go find jizz stained couches to put on it. I would use the picture from the posting, but I don't wanna break infringe on any copyright shit. It would be a picture of the, the strip club. So I you know trying not to to ruffle any feathers that way so i'm just going to try and find if anybody knows of any if you see the image on instagram and it wasn't a jizz stained couch and you see that i had to go with something else but you're like hey i saw a picture of a jizz stained couch send it to me i'll change the instagram post seriously i will because that's all i want out of life this week is to find a jizz stain couch for my instagram profile (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. It's getting to the point where I think I need to go back to work. I think I need it. My wife encouraged me to start this podcast as a way to get all of the shit that is in my head, out of my head, without me having to unload it all on her. And so we talk about life and things throughout the course of the week. But when I see these stories, I don't bring every inane one of these up to her anymore. I save it for the podcast. Uh, but it, I, it, it's proving to be an exercise in the maddening of my mind because now I'm just looking for weird-ass fucking stories like just staying couches, and then I spend some time looking for images of just staying couches, and maybe I just need to go back to work. Maybe I got to unretire retire and uh, go help Sean pull some wires or something or go sweep the floors at Nancy's <coughs> uh Slot place. I'm going to go look for jizz-stained couches now, folks. That's what my life has become. Jizz-stained couches. Unbelievable. Anyway, I hope you guys had a good week. Uh, I got to get ready because both of my daughters have their final softball tournaments this weekend. And then we have the one-week stretch until we head down to Holiday World. Next week, I'll talk a little bit about Holiday World. Get you guys to hopefully go to Holiday World. I love the place. You should look into it, HolidayWorld.com. Anyway, that's all I got for you this week. As always, stay grateful, and now enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.